Joey, this is our episode 40. Ooh. We have been doing this for quite a while. I'm, Almost a year. Yeah, we're, we're getting close. It'll be a year in April. I think our first episode went up April 26th. So we're getting real close. Two months away. Oh, God. Um, pretty exciting, man. Um, I am... Excited and impressed with us. Yeah. And we've been keeping this going for as long as we have. Um, and it makes me real happy, Jonathan. <laughs> Whereas you would just be like, what? Real depressed, Jonathan. <laughs> um, I'd probably get a lot more sleep, but I'm willing to do this for you guys, man. You guys are our heroes. Um, in case you don't know, this is the Chopping Block. We are a weekly podcast, which brings you news. If we're not bringing you news, we're bringing you bonus blocks where we talk about this or that or the other. Um, taints. Sometimes we talk about taints, I guess. Um, <laughs> this week, we will be bringing you a bonus block. We're just going to bring up a couple topics of discussion, kind of walk through them and um, see where that gets us. Yeah. Um, we tend to be a little shorter than our news ones. Um, that doesn't mean they're not great. Sometimes it means they're not great. <laughs> so what Johnny is saying is size isn't everything. It, yeah. Sometimes girth comes into play, length sometimes. sometimes. Not as much. Sometimes the quality is better than the length. Girth, definitely, though. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's get started, man. Um, first thing I want to bring to the discussion, bring in the chopping block. Um, so by the time this is up, uh, Deadpool will already have been out for a couple weeks. Um, Deadpool is a hard R film. Definitely hard R. Um, and that makes me very happy. Yeah. Because I, you couldn't do Deadpool in a PG-13 no. way. It wouldn't really work. Yeah. It just hit the way Deadpool is, um... The way he acts, the way he kind of the way the humor himself. is, and the way that like it just would not work in anything other than a rated R film. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Like, uh, and I guess you could say it's because of Fox more yeah. than anything, not because of Disney Marvel. I mean, I, I kind of feel that if they still owned X Men rights. I kind of have a feeling that if a Deadpool movie was in the works for them, that it would still be a hard R. They would just release it under a different studio name. Right. Like, Disney would probably just, like, take their name off of it and just have it be Marvel. Right. Alone. Yeah, and that, that seems like the way it would be, just because, obviously, I don't think Disney has ever made a rated R film. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they had... Is um, it Max that they had for a little while? Touchstone. Um, Touchstone, because they, they've had other, either way. They've had other studios which they do release these films that they fund, um, but they definitely try and make sure that there's no immediate connection yeah. from like the, the early Tim Burton stuff, like you know Nightmare Before Christmas, and I think even Edward Scissorhands. They felt it was a little too dark for Disney, and they just released it under Touchstone Pictures. So, you know, it's uh, not unheard of. And I think it would be, they would have done the same thing with um, Deadpool because any, any chance they have to make some money, dude, they're going to make some money. Yeah. And Obviously, like after that uh, test footage leaked, everybody 
that test footage is so rigs. I would like I would, like when I first saw the test footage, I was immediately saying, "Why isn't this a movie already?" Like um, Ryan Reynolds uh, recently came out and said that within 24 hours of that test footage leaking, they had greenlit the film and they had gotten the mm-hmm. okay to start because they had, it had been like what like a seven year process, I believe, up to yeah. this point to get the food movie made. They had had a script, they had you know all this other stuff, but nothing to actually. Um, they haven't given it the okay yet. Yeah. Um, and that happens sometimes. This it's is all production. I, this is the perfect time to put that out. I mean, mm-hmm. with the success of Ant-Man, you can obviously show that you don't need to have like a serious, a serious tone. You can be, yeah. you can be jokes. You, you can be like a comedy driven. And movie. people will react well to that. Mm. So, I mean, just, just the way like Ron Rell is able to act as Deadpool in this. I mean that like there that whole portion like in like where they uh, in the in the trailer after he kills like four dudes and he just like takes the guns and just goes like for some reason that tiny moment is just one of the funniest goddamn things ever. Yeah, for sure. And it's just in like right now, especially for this incarnation of Deadpool, it's very much to that character. My and this is we're recording this before the film comes out. My main concern with this movie is all the advertising they're doing for it and they're really laying it on heavy hand. They're laying that shit on. You've already got my money. Mm-hmm. So for me, it just kind of becomes tedious to constantly be seeing. And some of the stuff they've done has been really clever, really funny. Like I'm sure you saw the emoji uh, billboard with Deadpool where it had the skull, so. uh, the little poop, and an L. <laughs> Right, so, so that makes sense, like Deadpool, right? That's so cool. And then soon after, they put up another um, billboard that said Skull Poop L, mm-hmm. and it just had, uh, you know, Deadpool on it. Mm-hmm. So so it's just very, like, self-aware and very, like, meta with the whole thing. And, yeah. Um, so there's definitely been some funny stuff, but I feel like... Every other day, I'm seeing oh new Deadpool footage, like oh new like little TV um, spot, oh like Ryan Reynolds in character doing something. Well, you gotta admit like that that Halloween thing they did last year um, with him and like those kids in costumes and him just kind of making fun of them the entire time was fucking hilarious. Yeah, no, like I said, I'm not saying that it's not funny or it's not great. It's, it's kind of going uh, far though. It's getting a little heavy-handed. Like um, Mike's Hard Lemonade. They have Deadpool branded Mike's Hard Lemonade. I mean, and like also to say this is not out of the realm of possibility either. I mean, there's like Wolverine branded band aids. Yeah, that shit's everywhere. Any chance they have to brand something that they think makes any kind of sense, they'll do it. I just think that like they've made the impact and they've they've gotten the support of the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't see. Well, I guess you kind of did see a whole bunch of Star Wars advertising. Oh yeah, every which other thing. Um, Toys, video yeah. games, things this leading up. Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Okay, that mac and cheese ain't too bad. You um, see the Yoda grapes? Yes, yeah, I saw Yoda grapes at, at, at the Winco. <laughs> and like, I just kept thinking, okay, now this is going a little far. I mean, like, it, it's not, it's not, you know out of the ordinary for yeah. this kind of I mean like also I mean like not even just movies look at Kiss Kiss has branded everything yeah yeah. Metallica no, has it, branded it, it everything Iron Maiden has branded everything um from the time we're recording this it's a week away from the release of the film mm. um so 
why not just let it be? Just let it sit for a second. Yeah. Just let it simmer for this last week. I mean... I don't think anyone's going to forget about the movie coming out. Nobody's going to forget about the movie. The movie is already... Like for for women on Valentine's Day compared to the yeah. other movies it's opening on, <laughs> you know, people want to go see Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't? I mean, also just for the fact that they have billboards like marketing it as a chick flick. I am. I want to so bad. Like I'm probably going to go that weekend. Yeah. Um, I want to so bad go and watch people get up and leave. I thought this was a trick flick. And then their boyfriends are still or, sitting or, there or like, like... Or like parents with kids being like, oh my God, what is this? And I... I that's what I want to see. I, as much as I want to see that movie, I also want to see that. Yeah. I, you just want to see the reaction that people have to it. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. And also, like, this... I'm just... This is the only superhero movie I'm hyped for. The only one. The only one I'm actually looking forward to. And this looks... I think mostly because I've been reading Deadpool it, for a while. That and, and it's just so different from so the different. other vein of uh, superhero flicks. I mean, yeah, it, 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 I love it's, it. It's one of those things where even Ant Man, even Ant Man as a comedy, pretty great. Yeah, but it didn't take itself. It took itself kind of seriously. Even there were moments where it had like, it, yeah, like it, it wasn't necessarily huge parts of the movie, but like Michael Pena, he was hilarious. He was one of the best characters, right? So, I mean, like, okay, so like some people may say that's a racist caricature, but everyone has a cousin. Like anyone who has anyone who's Latino, anyone who's Mexican, you have a fucking cousin who's exactly like that, and there's no getting away from it. You have a cousin who is like that. Yeah, and I mean, or you if are you look cousin. at his character, his character had been in jail, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he's kind of living in a slummy area. He's not going to, like, talk like... Uh, I don't know, like... A, he's not going to talk like this. Exactly. Not like some, some clean-cut college graduate. Right? No. Mm-hmm. So... Whatever. I mean, like, I'm more than likely that's the character Michael Pena kind of came up with on his own. He even said it was, like, based off of a cousin he has. And, like... It's like, like, I don't get why people are getting upset about it. Just have fun. It's a great, great character. And I kind of want to see him more in, in the upcoming movies. Yeah, I think he for sure great in like upcoming movies. Um, but yeah, so Deadpool, um, excitement galore. Excitement. Say. Um, I'm just very excited to see. I hope this film does very well. Me too. Um, I can assure you that they will... Greenlight a sequel yeah. real soon. I mean, like after like the whole X Men brand has been kind of getting stale over at Fox, this is hopefully going to breathe new life into it, and, and like maybe they're willing to explore more characters within the X Men that are not just you know Wolverine and just your typical Wolverine and company, you know. Yeah. And, and you know those characters are great, and I don't mind watching them on screen at all. It's just. There are other characters you can dive into, and yeah. I think the studios need to realize that you can go with a more comedy aspect for a superhero movie. Just because superhero movies are superhero movies doesn't mean they need to be superhero movies. Exactly. That makes any sense, right? Like, they don't have to make a dramatic superhero yeah. movie that's more of like a drama as opposed to like a hero flick. And there are definitely characters that lend themselves to that, too. I mean... It's just they gotta just dig deep, and I think at this point, with as much hype as some people have for superhero flicks too, and for the amount of like 
you know, the amount that are coming out and the fact that people are excited for these really lesser known characters that don't really have shit in, yeah. behind their name. I think it'd be easy just to dig deep and find a new character to do to exploit, I guess. Yeah, and it's one of those things where the the fans of that character are going to be really excited. Mm-hmm. And that excitement's going to push non-fans to be like, oh, well, who's this character that everybody's excited about they're making a movie about? Just going to keep pushing that character forward. Yep. Just creating that brand. Yeah. So, Deadpool, by the time this is out, we'll have already watched it. Probably. But, a couple times. Um... We'll definitely have to talk about the film um, next week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for now, um, definitely excited for Deadpool. Um, I think the real question I had here was, is this going to open up the vein for more R-rated films? It has a possibility to. I think it depends on how well it does, because that'll signify what audiences are willing to go watch these movies. Mm-hmm. I feel like one of the reasons why uh, superhero movies have so long been just like PG-13 is because they're usually expecting the audience just to be kids. Yeah. Right? Um, but if Deadpool has a really strong showing, this might show studios that obviously it's not just kids yeah. into comics. Or people are age, people older than us who are into comics as well who would want to see a more gritty adult a- adaptation of their mm, Yeah, I guess I could see that. I think it would be more than just, like as we said, really willing to take a chance on fan favorite characters, lesser known characters, and like, yeah, definitely being able to pull off more R-rated stuff. I mean, like now, more than ever, like a Punisher movie, you and me are big Punisher fans, and like, right. I think a Punisher movie now would be like, make the most sense, you know? I mean, uh, you know, Marvel can easily kind of throw that shit together, which is apparent yeah. And you know, especially if he's fucking as great as it seems like yeah, season and, two Daredevil is yeah. going to be. And so, you know, you can easily have this, uh, you know, just not only open up doors for the X-Men and everything else over at Fox um, and Sony, uh, you know, it could also open up shit for, uh, for Marvel themselves. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, we can see U.S. agent make an appearance in a... In a um, in a Captain America movie or we can you know finally maybe like this will definitely you know inspire them to get off their ass and do something with Iron, with Iron Fist right. you know instead of just saying oh yeah we're going to do something with Iron Fist and then just keep pushing it back right you know? um, this is like a really interesting step I think this definitely is breathing life into the you know superhero movie genre as well mm-hmm. because I feel like like I said earlier, it's kind of gotten stale. We've we've yeah. you know listen, we we've there's so many watched so many of essentially what is the same superhero movie, bad guy or good guy. Something happens, he gets powers. Um, there's bad guy. Bad guy beats good guy. Good guy trains. Good guy beats bad guy. Yeah. Um, I mean it's. It's format we've seen in so many different movies, but I feel like every superhero movie follows that same similar format. Mm. Um, and I'm sure Deadpool will follow some semblance of that format, but it definitely seems like it's willing to rattle the cage a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
And maybe that's what the superhero movie industry needs right now. Yeah. Mm. Um, because we've been dealing with these movies for six, seven years now. About, I mean, like ever since the first X-Men movie came out, and that was, what, 2000? Yeah, if we're going back to X-Men, then yeah, it's probably around about there. Even if we start just when the Marvel Cinematic Universe started. Which was, what, 2007? Yeah, eight years now. Yeah, Iron Man came out about that time, I think. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I think this is a nice little new life given to superhero movies. Um, So, talking about things that are old and stale. Old and stale. Um... World War II is pretty old. And the video games about it have been stale for a long time. That's the reason why no one makes them anymore. Yeah, probably the last one we got was in, like, 2007. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, when was the last time anyone actually played? Like, when was the last time we got a World War II shooter? Um, we time. got... There's been, like, a couple of Brothers in Arms games and... Yeah, know, like like nothing, nothing real big. Nothing, definitely not within like the last Call of Duty six on years. The Call of Duty or Medal of Honor, you know, yeah. uh, scale that they used to be. I remember for a while, like first person shooters were just that. Yeah, almost like they were just World War II era shooters. And that's all that pretty much was there. And it was I guess uh, Castle Wolfenstein. But yeah, it doesn't really count. There was. I just love World War II. I love yeah. history, and I love those. Like old guns, or just something like real. Dude, there's some often. There, there's just kind of. It has like it a just, lot of weight behind it. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, I mean, like I'm pretty sure you had family. I had family that was, you know, in the war at one point, and just kind of like that kind of connection too. Is it kind of like? Is this is, is this accurate? Is this is this right. really real? Is this how like how something went down or how it felt? You know, one of the reasons I brought this up, there was a Kickstarter, I believe it got funded for this game called um, Battalion 1944. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a World War II shooter, and they are pretty much like, yeah, this uh, this is a game that's going to require skill and nothing but skill because these old games, these old World War II games, there wasn't perks. There wasn't exosuits. There wasn't all these like yeah. skills. It's just you with a gun going and killing other people. Yeah. And that's all there was to it. Like there's, you know, nothing else. It's a game purely based on your skills. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, there's going to be different weapons and different classes. Not different class, but different weapons. Um, but there's going to be no like real unlocks where you like unlock mm-hmm. anything over time when, you know, games like Call of Duty, once you get to level 60, you're going to get the best. Uh, you get this Uber M60 assault rifle with you know laser sights and grenades and shit, right. with 18 daggers coming out of the side, and like a super swooped up handgun, and so, the jetpack. Yeah, so like they, they're like, yeah, there's gonna be no kind of like leveled advantage where mm-hmm. higher levels are gonna have, um, you know, better weapons or yeah. whatever. Um, there's going to be customization options such as clan tags and being able to change the uniform you're in, mm-hmm. like uh, gun engraving and stuff like that. Um, they have this game slated for a March 2017 release. They okay. have been working on a while on it quite a while, but now they just need that extra bit of funding. To that it. sounds really cool. Yeah, they have alpha footage up, and it looks. Great. They've done like mocap animations for like takedowns and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, God, I just, I just love World War Two. And yeah. one of the one of the concerns I have 
is one of the reasons why I have such an affinity for World War II is growing up watching movies surrounding World War II and playing yeah. video games around World War II um, makes me feel I don't even know how to really describe it it makes me feel more attached to that yeah um, um, as opposed to things like um, things that are like near future yeah I'm always like yeah I haven't think, even been there yet. I think it's because it's more concrete you know I can go to a museum and see a whole bunch of like old weapons and like yeah. you know like this is ag- this is at least like based that. off of something that happened right as opposed know? to I can't go to a near future museum where yeah I was like this is something that might happen yeah. if it does but it may not yeah so like so like this is kind of like a weird out of left field type of thing because these games haven't been made for years um world war ii is definitely a time period that's definitely been forgotten um well not forgotten but at least pushed to the side yeah, yeah, and, and they've dicked the around with like vietnam era yeah uh i can't remember what the last battlefield game it was but like when we were all playing that shit there was a vietnam um uh, i think that was, was bad company it, yeah bad company 2 had a vietnam uh dlc yeah kind of pack thing I, it's just it's weird I don't know if um, like this younger generation of kids that's playing video games now has an affinity for World War II I don't think they do you know I, I don't think they even know what it is like I said so much of my affinity for it is watching movies that are World War II movies which you don't see very many of yeah. nowadays um and video games, which you see none of nowadays. Yeah. So, and, and you know, it's one of those things where I'm sure kids now um, playing these games where I've got a grenade launcher attached to the bottom of my gun, and I can also throw EMP grenades and call in a UAV, run on walls, and, and like all this stuff. Taking it back to something so simple where it's just like gun, smaller gun, maybe a grenade. Or a knife, yeah, and that's that's really about it. it I, I kind of like it, I that think, aspect. I think it's just like as bare bones as for shooters. You, can you know, go. it's kind of weird how bare bones for certain games doesn't work, but in certain, but in other games, bare bones is exactly what you need. Yeah, because in this one where it's completely skill based, that's all you can have, and I like that idea. Um, I just kind of wish that. M- you know, it was here sooner yeah. <laughs> more than anything else. I, it just sounds really cool. And I kind of half think that with, you know, moving on from World War II, I would actually like to see Vietnam era war games. Right. That would be a really cool addition. But this too, though, I've always kind of just, like, as you said, I've, I've kind of had a fascination with World War II. Like, like how this shit happened twice, you know? Yeah. Um, and it just seems like a really cool idea. And may not be fresh or that original, but it just seems like like if it really brings anything to the table, it's gonna bring a lot of really nice gameplay elements to the table. Yeah, so they and had a real com- competitive multiplayer. They had originally asked for a hundred pounds, which roughly translates to uh, one hundred forty-two thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, this game will be out on PC, Xbox One, and PS4. Um, let me see. So for thirty-one dollars, you can get um, a console version of the game if you back it on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a bad price, really. Um, 
when you assume that this game will probably retail for 40 50 bucks. Yeah. I don't think it'll be a $60 full release. I don't think they're going to have any kind of um, single-player campaign for it. Yeah. I think it's all going to be multiplayer, but really, I think that's all I kind of want, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I definitely want... What was the last War 2 game we all played? I don't know. The last big one that really got, you know, around was probably... Um, I think it was World at War. Yeah. I think that was the, the last Treyarch called World, World War 2 game that was around. And even then, I mean... World War 2 was inventive and had all kinds of crazy little different weapons that they kind of manufactured right Um, yeah so it wasn't just like this oh we have just guns and grenades um there's plenty of other things that they kind of were coming up with and you know plenty of trip mine kind of things and i love those things like bouncing bettys yeah they had uh anyone who's seen saving power ryan like stay your grenades you know, it was essentially a tube sock stuffed with the grenades. I definitely want covered to, in tar. Definitely want to watch Saving Private Ryan. I haven't seen that in a little while. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's classic for a reason. Yeah. And also, like the first like forty five minutes is like super intense. And then there's that dude that's a fucking little bitch. Yeah, I fucking oh god. Talk about some rage when you watch a movie. Right, whenever I think about that movie, I'm like, oh, that's a really good movie. My second thought immediately is like, fuck that guy. I'm going to get so pissed off every single time I see it. And like uh, like Adam Goldberg in that movie, who's mostly known for his comedy stuff more than anything else. He was really good in that movie. And Vin Diesel, really surprising in that, <laughs> in that movie. Like, it's weird. Like now that, you know, like Fast and the Furious is so like really, really really big now yeah. he was only known for that role and the iron giant did you see um, there was recently some uh, footage that came out from some uh, like toy convention thing where they had Vin Diesel pussy pushing um, street shark no toys mm. I'll show you this after we're done but it is the <laughs> most ridiculous thing you could ever imagine he's like trying to sell them or yeah he's like he's like this is this guy and he likes to like fight and like do this and do that <laughs> and this one he likes to skateboard and this one he rides a motorcycle cause he's cool yeah it's just it's the he's the leader cause he's a great white shark weirdest thing you guys fucking nuts. see all day what in the fuck <laughs> Man, I was like, I remember. Like, did we talk about street sharks early we, on? We've talked about street sharks. It's like, this is, like, to reiterate, that show was ridiculous. Like, come on, guys! Like, a shark that dives into the concrete of you know of a city and just eats it. And, yeah, come on, and just like bad looping animations and just. Ugh. All kinds of bad. I think it's just. I think like the only reason you'd watch it now is if just to see how bad it really was. Yeah. And that's the reason I had to go see it again. I think it's, it's probably on Netflix. It's probably on Netflix. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I feel like I definitely need to... Uh, I should probably just purchase Saving Private Ryan. It's a great film. It's a good Why movie. You? On Blu-ray, and especially your giant-ass TV, it would make a lot of sense. Yeah. 
Oh, anyway, more World War II games. I, I would like to see because uh, how much further can Call of Duty go? It, it's going to go until like the next thing comes up. But like, it's got to be running out of steam soon, right? Like, well, I mean, so I mean, yeah, how much I further so. can you go from like exosuits and like fighting robots? I mean, like in all honesty, the, me playing through the campaign, which I'm still playing through the campaign, I, I, I'm hardly ever touching it. Um, for Black Ops Three, is just so ridiculous, and the story is just stupid. And makes yeah, no it just, sense. It, it's just over the top, almost for the sake of being over the top. Yeah, that's a problem in and of itself. And I'm just kind of like, this is kind of lame. In all honesty, and you can only go so far. There's so many other conflicts in the world that can actually be explored. I mean, like that's what I honestly thought they were going to do from the get-go after they got done, you know, doing World War II stuff for so long. I thought, okay, the next step, obviously, you know, he, yeah, is, modern wars, you know, right? like you fucking, and stuff you got like, that. like Vietnam, and then after Vietnam, you can easily do like. Iraq, you know, like the first and second desert storms. You can do any other than no, numerous conflicts we've had. Right. You know, I mean, like the Korean War. Come on, is it kind of? But I feel like they just kind of ramped up so quickly, and um, I'm sure a lot of the Call of Duty audience would be very upset to go from being able to have exosuits to. Not, yeah, you know. Well, those are the bros who like chug Mountain Dew and eat Doritos so they can get like XP points and shit. You know, it. I don't know. I'm just kind of like I said. I would love nothing more than one of those big budget Call of Duty games to be a past or even like a semi now kind of a, you know. Call of Duty game. Yeah. Because even with what we have now, it's... We're pretty fucking far up there as far as, like, technological advances go. And yeah. the U.S., especially with, like, military advancements and stuff like that. Don't do, like, a near-future game. Like, set it in today's date. Like, that wouldn't be too hard, would it? Yeah. I, I don't think it would be too hard. I mean... I don't know. I It's hard to fucking figure out this... You know, audience now. I mean, some of them just really kind of like some of them say they want new stuff, and but then they're more than happy just playing the same things over and over again. So you know, it's whatever. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> well, the last thing we have to talk about this week, Joey. Um, a couple weeks ago, there was a big old problem. Yeah, big old problem. Um, for those of you who don't know who the Fine Bros are. Yeah, if you don't know who the Fine Brothers are, um, if you've ever watched any of those React videos, Elders not react. like yeah, not like reactions to trailers or anything, but like kids react to or teens react to like the NES yeah. or they or you know uh, elders react to this Mortal new Kombat music video or, or Mortal Kombat or whatever yeah. um, those like the Fine Brothers are is the channel that produces that shit right I think they have a specific react channel now mm-hmm. but it stemmed from their original Fine Brothers yeah whatever the hell they're called um, but they recently tried to copyright, copyright. No, it's copyright trademark. They, trademark. They recently tried to trademark 
um, the react. word react. Yeah, the word react and also the format of their video. Right. So if they, so like say if we made a react video that was similar or in kind of similar. React to the Chopping Block podcast. Everybody's like, what the fuck am I listening to? This exactly. Worst. Like, this is stupid. Um, these guys sound fat. Um, but wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's, uh, you know, and they tried to do that and there was a huge fucking backlash. And understandably so. I mean, I understand where they're coming from. Um, and for the most part, I would believe them that their intentions were good about this. I don't believe yeah. that they're maliciously trying to keep people from doing their style of thing. Um, but to trademark the word react. Yeah. That's like, a bit much. Okay, that's just a word. That's like Donald Trump trying to trademark you're fired. Right. You know, it falls under the same level of ridiculousness that one, no one should have. Because if someone fucking says it in just regular speech, you know, you, you legally have the right to go, you can't say that without paying. Right. You know, and. And like I said, I, this is always looking at it through the worst case scenario. Yeah. And I really doubt they would take it that far. Why would they? No, they. I, I honestly don't believe they would. But it doesn't matter what they would do. It matters like what their company would do because right. sometimes they're not. I'm not sure they're in control of their own company or they have a company. I, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. They're in charge of it. But um, ten years from now, that might be different. They yeah. might have. You know, they might go on a fucking spree of just like or I want that going. Yeah, that they might have like sold it to uh, another company that buys them out or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, so yeah, it's more so not that we don't believe you. It's more so that's a lot of power. Yeah. And also like they, they've, they've done, but they have like taken people's stuff down before. Right. You know, like, uh, they, they tried to call out like Jimmy Kimmel and Ellen DeGeneres, you know, for doing similar stuff to what they were doing. And they got pissy about that. And. Pixels try to trademark the word pixels. Yeah. And thus, and thus so, like, got multiple videos removed, including the inspiration for the movie removed because they were saying that was trademarked. Yeah, that's, and like, when it comes to stuff like that, that's That's like the underlying fear beyond me. Right. And and that, of course, is a studio doing that, which Mm -hmm. makes sense. And like I said, it's not that. It's not that we believe you're going to do something bad with it. It's just that's a lot of power to possibly not be in your hands one day. Yeah. Essentially, like, in all honesty, is like I just don't trust anybody with that kind of level of power anyway. And it's just like you guys may not do it now, but it might happen sometime down the line. And to kind of put that up to chance and just basing it off of your word alone, I'm not going to fucking take your word for it. Yeah. You're going to be stupid if you think I'm going to take your word for it. You know, and I, for me, that's what it kind of boils down to. Yeah, that's true. Um, another thing that was recently tried to be a trademark was... Uh, Let's Sony play, right? tried to trademark Let's Play, which has been their tagline for years, but... Yeah. What, so, like, if they trademark this and some kids out in the playground being like, hey, we should, let's play this. Well, so, you, so you exactly going to show up, smack that kid, and be like, don't fucking say that shit. Yeah, pretty much. And, like, I don't know. It's just, like, that in and of itself, I mean, like, because that exists as their brand for like a while now and for some reason to me that makes more sense than uh 
than just trademarking a word react. Right. But it's just kind of. Uh, I mean, at least, I mean, at least Sony's trying to like trademark a declarative statement. Yeah, you know, at the very least. But um, but yeah, I mean, like if they do that though, then there's gonna be like also that's just way too much power because then like they can like sue over anything else, you know, that has less play in it. And, um, I think it's just kind of unfortunate that they chose Let's Play and then that the YouTube community adopted. Uh, the YouTube community adopted Let's Play uh, for you know gaming channels and stuff right yeah yeah it's, that's another thing that kind of makes it a little uh a little more difficult yeah i mean like in all honesty it's not really even worth that too because you're not going to make as much money off of it you're just all you're going to do is just get rid of content that is probably going to be promoting your game in the first place yeah so i mean like those let's players they fucking uh you know, they when they play their games on fucking Twitch or they fucking stream that shit on YouTube or make a video for it and make a video for YouTube on that shit. It's, uh, you know, it, that's free advertising down the drain. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like, would you rather not have your game out there and be seen by, you know, their 10 million subscribers? It, it's, it's too much. It, it's not a good trade off. Awesome, thank you. Yeah, uh, no, it's just, um, I mean, other people have trademarked things, like I'm sure Charlie Sheen trademarked, like, winning and Tiger's Blood and all that other shit he was saying when he was going fucking crazy. Well, at least, like, Tiger's was, like, tied to a product, because it was an actual energy drink for, like, two days. So, I mean, like, if it's tied to an actual product, whereas Let's Play is just tied to a company in general. Right. Or at least a division of a company. It's not because, like, Sony not only makes the console, makes video games, too. Makes, they're actually they're a production company as well. Yeah, but it's just sometimes these things get a little out of hand. Like, I mean, I think Taylor Swift has a trademark for this sick beat. What? Yeah, it's one of the lyrics in one of her songs. But she has a trademark for the phrase, this sick beat. That's stupid. Yeah. It's just one of those things where it's like, why? I understand why you would want to trademark something. I understand, like, in the case of um, the Fine Bros, they had um, talked about, like, okay, if... You like eating a Burger King, and you want to open a restaurant. Um, you can go open your restaurant and be super successful. Mm-hmm. Or if you wanted to open a Burger King, there is. You can essentially go to them, and they will help you get started with making a Burger King, right? And that's essentially their kind of logic, and I can see that, and that makes sense. And that's really kind of like not a bad way to look at it yeah you know but the thing is best case scenarios aren't always what happens what happens exactly so yeah I don't know man the whole thing whole bunch of hodgepodge of crazy yeah I think it's almost like it's an issue but it's kind of on the low totem pole of issues yeah you know just the internet might have overreacted a little bit, just like it always does. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't think they should have trademarked the thing, but I also don't think that they should have gotten all the backlash they got because um, they got quite a bit of it. Yeah, some of there's it some pretty... guy who made a website where it shows their subscriber count just slowly going down. Which I don't know. I mean, living in this day of the internet, um, I feel like things go crazy real quick, mm-hmm. and people tend to overreact to things. I don't know. As a society, I think the internet is fucking us all up. Because, yeah, it sucks, and it's really... I don't like that they're doing it, but I would never, like, take the time to personally attack them or, yeah. you know, call them out. Definitely talk about it. You know, obviously, we have some kind of a vehicle to yeah, think, so talk there, about these There was issues. a productive way of doing this, and there was a non-productive way, and the internet shows the very non-productive way of exactly. talking about this. Well, we're sitting here having a conversation about it, and, you know, kind of going through this. Uh, we easily could have gone to Twitter and been like, fuck you guys. Like, yeah. Not that anyone would know who the fuck you. we are, but yeah. Well, it, you know, even if... Nobody knows who you are. A thousand people, five thousand people who, you know, you don't know who they are, yeah. but they're all telling you the same thing. Yeah, that's true. The voice of many is stronger than the voice of one. And, you know, so I'm sure that didn't feel very good for them. No. So, because they, they, they pulled the uh, Yeah, they pulled the they trademark pulled application. Attempt to trademark attempted, and they put out an apology video. <sighs> I mean, good for them. I mean, at least they're, they took the right actions to try to, you know, curb full damage control exactly. on that. Like, full damage control on that. Um, I don't know. I think maybe if they actually did something and they just kind of came, because I think they tried to hide it for a bit. I don't know. They had been doing it for a little bit and they definitely didn't tell anybody about it. But yeah, I, think I think they would have just straight up been upfront about it and they said, hey, this is what we're trying to do and this is what is going to be the result of it. I think maybe they would have been. You know, it would have wouldn't have been as bad. Yeah, I don't think it would have been as bad. Wouldn't have been as negatively received. Yeah, it's always one of those things where if you are willing to talk to your audience and let them know, people are less likely to freak out about it. Um, and I think that this is definitely one of those cases. Yeah. <sighs> anything else you want to talk about this week, Joey? I don't have anything else. All right, man. I think we're both tired. I think we both need to go eat. and eat. Yeah, so. I am hungry. Um, let's get out of here. Um, as always, you can check us out on the Facebook page. I haven't done any plugs for any of these episodes. Uh, you can <laughs> always um, check out the Facebook page. Uh, find us on iTunes, on Stitcher. Um, I'm going to try and get us on a couple other podcast uh, streaming services. Not that it takes like much effort, but just you know, kind of take the time to do that. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to figure out what I want to do with the website, and I haven't quite figure out what to do with it yet maybe by the time this goes up um there'll be some changes to it um but i kind of want to simplify it a little bit and make it a little easier to navigate Mm -hmm. um definitely not make it as a crazy amount of scrolling just to get through everything (laughs) um you mean like the xbox one home yeah (laughs) um but by the time this is up we'll probably have a couple of your reviews up um, next week we'll have our Oscars post show. Yeah, talk about that. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and other than that, it's kind of we'll keep the news going and 
keep going on. I don't know if we have anything real big planned um, in the near future here, but uh, I don't know. We can maybe do a Valentine's Day episode. Technically, we should have done that probably today, but eh, <laughs> we can do like a. Who could have talked about how lonely I am <laughs> and how nobody loves me? Well, I'm here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the silence is reassuring. Yeah. Um, it is. Yeah, I don't know if we'll have anything big uh, planned for the near future here, but we'll definitely make sure to keep everybody in the loop. Yeah. Um, as of now, we're going to get out of here. Um, if you're listening to this when it comes out, um, go watch the Oscars and join yeah. on the conversation next week. Um, if you're listening to this after that, well, make sure you turn in next week so you know what the fuck happened at the Oscars. Yeah. Um, but until then, we'll see you guys later. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys later.